1: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Leader. full extent of the transport crisis facing london has been revealed by mayor sadiq khan and it's not good news a 1.3 billion pound funding gap means bus services could be reduced by a fifth and tube services by almost 10 percent unless the government steps in with an injection of funds a report has detailed worse than expected impacts on the transport network from the pandemic as transport for london's emergency funding deal ends next month Ross Lydell is City Hall editor of the Evening Standard. Ross, how much of an impact will this have on Londoners and commuters if the funding isn't secured?
1: If this funding isn't secured by TfL, we'll essentially have the biggest cuts ever seen in the history of the mayoralty, which is more than 20 years old now, to public transport services across London. This really is unprecedented in the literal sense of the word. There have been minor cutbacks before, but nothing of this scale.
0: Can you give us an idea of what exactly regular commuters will miss out on without this funding? To be honest, if you travel around
1: London, in some way you will probably be affected unless the government comes up with the cash. If you're a cyclist, you can expect no more new cycle lanes, protected cycle lanes or improvements to dangerous junctions. If you drive, it's entirely possible that... Uh, junctions or roads such as the Rotherhithe Tunnel, the A40 Westway flyover, the flyover at Gallows Corner on the A12. All of these are in a, a pretty dire state of repair just now. And if they actually get worse, then there'll be no money to fund the repairs. So it's almost like a Hammersmith Bridge situation happening there. If you get the tube, there'll be fewer tubes to rely on. If you get the bus, then there'll be fewer buses and fewer bus routes.
0: There's also some talk of the underground missing out on some newer trains. There have been suggestions it'll take the tube back to the state it was in in the 70s and 80s. Is this accurate?
1: Well, it's certainly true that uh, long-awaited improvements such as Crossrail 2 and the Bakerloo Line extension are even less likely to happen. They were already in the long grass. We have to be honest about that. These weren't due to happen anytime soon. But what this means is that any hope of revising these massive schemes after 2030 is almost certainly futile. And the other big thing that most people will notice on the Tube is that the Bakerloo line trains, which are especially old, about 50 years old just now, and the central line trains, these trains won't be replaced, as had been hoped in the next decade. We're looking really to 2014 beyond before these trains will be upgraded.
0: Now, there's obviously been a big move to home working and tube and bus ridership still isn't up to 100% of what it was pre-pandemic. Does this mean there's actually less need for this investment?
1: Well, that is certainly probably one of the arguments going to be used by the government when it tries to decide how much more money to give TfL. Uh, The reality, of course, is that Crossrail is due to open by June next year and that will increase capacity on the TfL network by 10%. But certainly my own experience at peak times is that yesterday, getting the train into Liverpool Street Station, it was standing room only. And that was on an eight carriage train on the London Overground. So there's a lot of people now going back to work, certainly Tuesday to Thursday. And also TfL's figures show that uh, many more people are returning to central London at weekends for leisure purposes. So demand is increasing. They say it's roughly about 65% on the tube and more than 70% on buses in terms of the number of passengers compared to pre-pandemic levels. There is capacity, but the argument is that we need this extra capacity to keep things running well, but also to help people socially distance and feel safe on the tube and the buses just now. You don't want them packed in the sardines like they were before.
0: Another hit to TfL is an overestimation of the money expected in from the updated ultra-low emission zone in London. What can you tell us about that?
1: What has come out as part of this long list of projects that face the axe and implications for the change in travel patterns is that TfL estimates now that it will be £600 million worse off compared to its initial projections of how much the ULES would generate over the next three years. So basically the reason for that is that many more drivers have switched to cleaner vehicles in the interim before the ULS expanded and Mm. by doing so they don't have to pay the ULS charge. They can still drive in London, they can drive in the suburbs but if they drive a cleaner vehicle they pay nothing and TfL has suddenly cottoned onto the fact that many more have done this than it had imagined and uh, its coffers will be £600 million poorer as a consequence.
0: One of the big points made by Sadiq Khan today was there can be no London recovery without a properly funded public transport network. And without a London recovery, there can't be a national recovery from the pandemic. Do you buy into that?
1: Well, that is a familiar soundbite from Sadiq. He loves to say that London is helping the rest of the country. It's certainly true that Uh, When we order new buses, new electric buses, for example, they're not built here. Uh, They're built in Falkirk in Scotland or in Ballymena in Northern Ireland. Uh, Similarly, uh, many of the new tube trains are sort of built around sort of Derby, East Midlands and so on. You know, London doesn't have factories full of uh, transport equipment as we speak. London ordering new trains, tubes and buses that does mean that the rest of the country benefits. It's important to say here as well that TfL isn't trying to lobby for new projects. It's simply asking for money to keep things going.
0: There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back on Friday at 4pm.